0: Hello, Erin.
1: Hi, Kelsey. How are you
0: this
1: <laughs> evening? I am. I am doing well. Doing well. So Excellent. nothing. Nothing other than that. <laughs> it,
0: well, because you have a visitor.
1: Yes, my mother is in town, and boy, have we had a busy couple days. <laughs> so,
0: oh, really? Hmm. Anything besides, you know, seeing your cousin?
1: Yeah. So we saw my mom's Canadian cousin yesterday at Disney Springs. Where'd you go? I saw you went to Ghirardelli. Yes. Lovely place. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then also if you got, when you guys come down, I don't know if you're going to go to Disney Springs at all, but the Italian restaurant, Terralina, Mm. was delicious. Good to know. Drinks were on point pasta was great so i love that highly recommend i liked the
0: polite pig that was like our watering hole at Mm -hmm. disney springs so yeah i'm guessing we'll have to at least go there but yeah the italian restaurant
1: (laughs) yes so recommend we've gone was it friday yeah friday i took the day off and we drove over to the Gulf and went to a new beach over there that my mom had never been to Indian Rocks Beach never heard great yeah went there had a great time and then we've just been like shopping and you know all the stuff when mom comes to town that I don't get to do (laughs) great so yeah
0: that's nice how long in total how
1: many days will she have been there she leaves tomorrow morning, so she's been here since Wednesday, so like six days. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: that's great. And then this will be her last time coming down before the summer.
1: Yes, before my move, which we have not told our listeners. About. I know. I
0: I was trying to say it, gent like coy, so that you yeah. didn't have
1: to say it if you didn't want to. Yeah. No, I mean it's something like I am moving back to Michigan for a temporary. I'm calling it my sabbatical <laughs> right. yeah. well,
0: Getting uh, away from the Florida heat,
1: getting away from the Florida heat. And also because I am training for the grand Rapids marathon. Mm-hmm. So I need to be up there because it's too hot to start training by the time it's July. I'll be like, you know, running like 15 miles and yeah. can't be training. <laughs>
0: Now, we were not prepared to talk about this again. I did say it coyly, so we didn't have to, but here we are. This is not a health and fitness podcast. No. last episode, and now the intro to this episode. I have people wondering what's happening. Now, this is not, but I do think we have to ask some questions about the marathon. For yeah. For those who don't know. I know, but for those who don't know. Okay, Erin, so why are you running, well, Tell the listeners your history with running, <laughs> and then why are you running? Why did you choose to run right now?
1: Yeah, so I have done thirty races in total of all varying
0: lengths. You've, are are those counting your five Ks? Because I know you don't like to run that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I even counted the Lewis. Okay. I counted the Lewis one that we him okay, and I did. I thirty. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Great. In total. But before that it was, there was about, I don't know, 27 in total. So when I was in college, I was doing the swim club team, but I was kind of getting sick of swimming Mm -hmm. Uh, during this time. I was on and off of a eating disorder. I was recovering that I wasn't, but there was a therapist. Her name was Rini and she got me to stop puking, but I always said she never was able to stop me from feeling sad or depressed. Mm -hmm. I always kind of felt that in the back of my mind, but running was a way to stop my head from like, you know, like all my thoughts and, you know, thinking of future events Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and things like that. So I just ran, I ran and I ran and I ran and I (laughs) I ran. Yes. And then back in 2016, I did the Gasparilla Distance Classic, which is down in Tampa Bay with one of my nurse friends when I was at Garden City Hospital. That was 30.4 miles, four races, two days, varying lengths. Was really severely injured for that. I probably shouldn't have ran it, but I did because I was an idiot. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. And then well, uh,
0: like to prove people wrong, yes, <laughs>
1: yourself, so. yeah, I got it's a cortisone. yourself, <laughs> yes, I got a cortisone shot in my butt because my gluteus medius, which is the second butt muscle closer to the outside of your hip, was just not working properly. So to do the race, I had to numb that my left mm-hmm. butt basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's what I did, and then came home and. My body was just broken. And then I decided a couple like a year later, I was like, oh yeah, like let's do not only did I do the Grand Rapids Marathon or Grand Rapids half that fall, but then I also did the next spring, because even in college, I always wanted to do at the riverbank run, mm-hmm. which is a 25k 15.4. And so that was 2017 and my body completely broke. I don't know if you've seen that episode of King King of Queens where he decides to run a 5k and everyone says, Oh yeah, the cones are going to come up like while you try and finish the race. And then the cones come up while he's finishing. The oh, race. Yeah. That is basically what happened to me there.
0: Meaning that they're closing the race down. They were
1: clo- basically closing the race down. I couldn't, mm-hmm. I could barely walk that race. I, my body was just, I was also starving myself and all this stuff. So I was a hot mess. And that is just when I knew like I couldn't mentally because running is like a mental thing. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: That is when I knew I couldn't mentally continue on Yeah, running. I couldn't run from all my feelings anymore. So and my body was telling me that. So I decided to obviously take a hiatus, (laughs) Mm -hmm. got the help I needed starting in 2019. And then I've always the goal has always been to run a race when I wanted to on my time when mm. I felt like my body was at its strongest. And so I've incorporated a lot of weightlifting, strength training over the last few years. I've ran a little bit, but nothing to the extent, you know, yeah, As you go
0: for runs. I do, but yeah. not like running, like training.
1: Yeah. And I'm at the place now where I feel like I'm ready to I'm the strongest I've ever been mentally and physically. So I do feel like I'm ready and it's going to be a healthy, (laughs) my healthy journey back. And it's for me, it's not for anybody else. I'm not there to prove anybody else wrong or it's just kind of the end of a journey that I've been fighting for since Mm -hmm. I've gone, basically entered Erica's office. So.
0: So um, just to recap for the listeners, yeah, you know, it is impressive. Again, not a health and fitness podcast, (laughs) but it is an important piece of your life. How many races have you ran that are a marathon length or
1: longer? Oh, gosh. See, I wish I was in my bedroom at my parents' house because I have all the bibs (laughs) Uh Mm -hmm. on the wall. Well, just a ballpark. What do you think? I'd say probably
0: eight. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. I'd say that. Well, so again, that's so impressive. But Aaron also in that time kept trying to make me run <laughs> in college and I ran seven something miles. And then I just was like, this is
1: so, you were boy. so close. Like you yeah, were, but
0: like that was like my marathon because truly to even run more than literally a mile at that point in my life. Like I'd never run a mile, even mm-hmm. in gym class. I think I got like exemptions, yeah. I'm really good at talking <laughs> my way out of things. And I only took one gym class, you know, like the required one for in your first year. So, you know, for, so seven miles to me was my marathon. I think it's just like truly dreadfully awful and boring. Like I totally agree. It's a mental thing. And I don't think it was too tough at seven miles to keep going. I think I was like, this feels the exact same it will not be better like yeah. it will not be like i have achieved i have unlocked <laughs> what i need to unlock and that was enough but yeah i remember i ran to the gym i and i think it was like close to a mile and i ran the track as many times cuz it was winter you know yeah so, like
1: early spring and nine laps up there was a mile. So yeah, that's like so really ran, boring. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like five miles. So however, five times nine and then ran a mile home. And I was like, F that noise. I'm not doing that again. <laughs> that is boring. But I, you know, I always knew it was for you and I knew it wasn't for me. So I'm really excited Yeah, to support you in your racing endeavors.
1: Yeah. A lot of people are going to be there, I guess. Cause I've, I've slowly been telling people about mm-hmm. it. So I'm hoping there's one other person I'd really like to be there that I have to ask. So we'll ask, I'll ask them later. Well,
0: me and Alex are one of them because we went to the first one.
1: You went to the first one and you guys are on my wall in my bedroom Mm -hmm. because you're in the crowd as I'm crossing the finish line. Oh, that's (laughs) nice. Well, we'll have a
0: sign again and maybe we'll do a live pod. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, well, we can narrate or whatever. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they have like apps now where we can track you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. or like you have a Apple device on you, like an AirTag, mm-hmm. we can follow you.
1: Yeah. I thought about doing the Detroit one because, you know, it's fun to go into Canada mm-hmm. and back, but uh, it just doesn't, it's a full circle moment if I go back to Grand Rapids because it's the first one I ever did was right. there. So.
0: Yeah, no, I'm excited. So we'll have to keep our listeners posted. But (laughs) in all of this, you're moving home temporarily.
1: Temporarily. And I'll be back. Maybe I'll be back in Florida. Maybe I'll be a nomad and be living other places. (laughs) I
0: know. We're in full support. We, me, and the (laughs) listeners, they don't know it, but they are too. In full support of you living the nomad life.
1: Yeah, I kind of am too. So that's, and I, I think my mother's in support of that as well.
0: Yeah, I think you have a really unique opportunity where you don't have to be anywhere ever. Mm-hmm. So you have support what we'll people to watch your cats <laughs> when you are traveling and that you were to like be somewhere for a few months, you know, mm-hmm. just get a cat friendly Airbnb yeah, and live off the land, <laughs> you know, it was
1: great. yeah, and don't get me wrong. Like if I decide, you know what, I'm just going to come back to Florida. I'm throwing my stuff in storage down here. Mhm-, so, and if I decide to come back, it will be in like November. If I not, then I'm gonna continue to live the
0: the nomad life the nomad life, yeah, yeah, or you know you can always move back to Michigan. You can pick a different city this time. You can make it like a biannual thing where like every two years you move somewhere new in Michigan, and then you <laughs> move back to Florida and then you move back to Michigan, I think that'll be really fun,
1: yeah. But mm-hmm. I have a feeling I'm going to I'm gonna want to be in Nashville for a bit. Oh, that's new. Yeah, I just want to try it out. I've had this desire. All
0: right. Well, that's the best part. You could live in Nashville <laughs> literally for a year or six months or whatever. Country yeah. singer. <laughs> yeah.
1: really People have told me my singing voice sounds like kind of like Patsy Cline, but I don't think anybody knows who listens to this Patsy Cline is. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, I can't confirm or deny that, (laughs) (laughs) but I real I could see you in Nashville. You have Nashville going out energy. Yes, those boot things you wear, yeah, (laughs) all year round, three sixty five. Yes, I agree.
1: I do. But speaking of going out, you were all the rage this weekend. Oh, I with. And you were looking like a hot mama, you know?
0: It was the spray tan.
1: tan. Yeah, I mean, we had a
0: really wonderful (laughs) night out. If anyone saw it on our stories, I'll just first start off by saying, you know, we had had COVID. And so this was really like, I mean, we don't get to go out much as parents. We do go out more than I think typical parents Mm do, especially with kids as little as us. We're very fortunate that we can swing that but we hadn't been out in a while and then add on top of that just before this wedding we had had covid now alex was supposed to go to las vegas actually wednesday thursday friday and then come back he had like the earliest flight on saturday so that we he would be back in time for the wedding and you know things he changed his mind at the last minute and i was pretty surprised by that but ultimately i think like i feel bad because he was going with a group of people and He's flaky and he'll get mad at me for saying that, but he is a flaky kind of person sometimes. And anyway, that's on him, but it worked out well for me because I was really nervous about him going to Vegas and not making it back on time (laughs) because I wanted to have a maximum amount of fun on Saturday and we did. (laughs) Yeah if you would have been really tired and sleep deprived, you know, that could have shifted the vibe. So selfishly, I was thankful. But yeah, it was a great night. We got we dropped the kids off. Well, I got a spray tan that morning, which just I'll never not anymore. You know, that was my (laughs) second spray tan in life. First one was before we went on a trip to Mexico last year. And I just really think it hits different, you know, like puts Mm -hmm. you in the mood. When your skin changes color
1: (laughs) from pale to orange. Yeah, I will agree. Cause I went, we went to the beach and I got real tan. And I was like, like (laughs) your
0: confidence for, at least for me, who is like destined to be a Jersey housewife. Like (laughs) my confidence is just higher. And here's the thing. People don't mean it, but it's true. I get so many more compliments and they don't know what they're complimenting. Mm-hmm. But I get more compliments when my when my skin is tan because I think my features, especially of my face, but like mm-hmm. my whole body, like it's just meant to be tan, you know, it's in my blood, it's in my jeans to be tan. So, I mean, I was just getting compliments left and right. I really felt so hyped up and it was like awesome. It was so great. And we went out for drinks ahead of the wedding drinks and a little appetizer. Those were tasty. You know, as we mentioned on that last health and fitness podcast episode, I have adjusted my diet a little. And so those drinks were like, hitting just right like not too much but like a little more than normal so it's great mm-hmm. and then at the wedding which was so beautiful it was of justin and lawrence and justin was on our pod yes. many moons ago at this point but <laughs> it was a really beautiful wedding i mean very swanky location But really, really beautiful wedding between the two and then a really dope ass party. So yeah, it
1: looked like a beautiful location.
0: Yeah, it really, really was a beautiful location. (laughs) I'd always wanted to attend an event there because it's swanky, Mm -hmm. you know, just filled with plants. So it's just (laughs) up Justin and Lawrence's alley. And yeah, it was really nice. Yeah, it was just really great. Lawrence's family, you know, they had some cultural traditions that they brought in. It was like a very Western American wedding, but yeah. he's Canadian and he's also Iraqi. So, you know, they brought in some really, like they, inc- I shouldn't say brought in, they incorporated some really cool traditions. And then, you know, I- I've been to a few same-sex couple weddings, but this is the first that like, I don't know. Well, that's not even true. But at one point, they brought out pride flags.
1: On I did see. Court. a. V- I think Justin sent put a video on Instagram.
0: Probably. And it was so cool. And it was so fun. It was like well into the party time when they brought those out. And so it was just so fun. And I don't know. I just thought it was so meaningful, you know. But like mm-hmm. it was just fun. But and so we took like a big group photo and then like. For the rest of the night, like, everybody was dancing with those flags. Like, it was rhythmic gymnastics, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, <laughs> so it was a great time. I was drinking tequila and soda all night long and just having a good old
1: time. What was your favorite song to dance to? Like, when it came on, what, what um, just, like, got you moving? That is so hard
0: <laughs> but at one point they played Mr. Brightside by The Killers oh boy and Blink 182 and like it was like three songs in a row that were just like neat ni- well they're not niche but like quintessential millennial like emo music and it was <laughs> Perfect. Do you know what I mean? And what's so funny is like that isn't those are not typical like dancing songs, but everybody was just like vibing. You know what I mean? So it was a really good time. And yeah, we got some good pictures. I'm probably going to change my profile pic on Facebook because that picture's a couple years old. Yeah, Alex looked so handsome. I thought I looked so nice and then dancing. It was like me and Elizabeth who got a night out on the town, you know. That's great. And then her sister Abby and Abby's boyfriend Dylan. So it was like the five of us, you know, you know how you make like mini circles at weddings. <laughs> yeah. We made our own little mini circle at the edge of the dance floor closest to the bar <laughs> <laughs> And just had ourselves a good old time.
1: That's good. That's good. I'm glad you got to go. Did they have a special song or dance wedding song? What is it called?
0: Yes. Like a first dance.
1: Yes. Thank you. Yeah.
0: They Okay. Well, I have to say, and I know that Justin really put a lot of effort into the vibes, the music and the vibes. So like from the songs before they even walked down the aisle, like while we were just like waiting for everyone to arrive, To the songs they walked down to, like, and then all the songs during, like, the reception were so perfect. Like, they really were, like, the vibes. Their wedding song really surprised me. I don't know the name of it, but I, but Abby, who was with us, knew it right away and referenced that it was a Casey Musgraves song. Okay. I know that artist's name, but I can't say a single song that she sings, but I was very surprised it was country, but I wasn't because like, it was very intentional. All the song selections, Mm -hmm. I just was surprised because I wasn't expecting that. So I don't know what song it was, but that was their first dance song. Okay. Yes. But they came out and I don't know the name, but it was. I interpret to be an Iraqi type or a Muslim type tradition. So what they actually came out to was like some really great drumming and like, it was just like so fun and cool. And they had like everyone had, well, not everyone, but everyone who knew to do this (laughs) brought like basically like the sarongs that like belly dancers would wear Mm -hmm. with the little, like with little chimes. And you know it was just like so fun. They had like this really cool like staff thing. Again, I'm just like butchering this tradition, but it was so cool. And so that was like really like the first thing that everybody did and that they did themselves. And you're like we're dancing and stuff. But then yeah, like their first like American or like basic bitch thing that they did. Yeah, was like a first dance to Casey Musgrave. So, (laughs) which is the most awkward thing in the whole world? A first dance. I just like yeah. Up there like I think it's horrible for the audience I think it's <laughs> horrible for the people participating there's just no good way I didn't want one we had one but I didn't mm. want one I wanted a final one which we had that too but like not where everyone clears the dance floor just like a, the last song to be a song that I liked that was a slow dance song that's what I wanted but
1: yeah I do a routine if I ever have that oh
0: you want to <laughs> choreograph something <laughs>
1: Yes. And I want it to be not just like a waltz. Like I want it to be everything, have a little spice, have a little, you know, yeah. because that I've seen people do the slow dance and they just like bob back and forth. Oh, and you got to have like 30 seconds max for those yeah. kinds of songs. Yeah. yeah. And so it's, it's really awkward. And then you get bored because you're like, you're doing the same thing. They don't know how to dance. I know it's brutal. It's even worse with like your
0: firm. In my case, it was me and my dad and Alex and his mom. Like first off, those should just be combined. Like those should be, if you, if you're going to do them, they should just be <laughs> happening simultaneously. Cause otherwise it is so brutal. Now, my dad and I, we did keep our drinks in our hand. So at the very least, we could be taking drinks of our beer yeah. while we were dancing. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it really is just brutal. It's awkward and it really should be capped at 30 seconds. And all DJs, it should be in their like thing. Like they should really mm-hmm. be advocating that it should only be 30 seconds. Yeah.
1: And I would say like, unless you have like, cause I've seen some where they're so good. Like there was this one last year, this like, he was a shorter guy, like the father and then this girl, but she was like a choreographer. So like their, their thing was like perfect.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was like, man, that looks so fun. Cause everyone was entertained. Like if, yeah. if eyes are going to be on me for this, you better be entertained. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: I just, I think there's better, cooler, more emotional things you can do than that. So we'll see how I feel when I'm the parent. Abby asked me actually at the wedding, like if I ever thought about, she asked me specifically, I think if I ever thought about Grady, but I think that's just because like she was just asking me, like she just picked a kid and asked. Mm -hmm. I felt kind of guilty because I'd only really thought about Hattie's wedding and I had not yet thought, put Grady in those scenarios. but. I said, I don't feel that bad because my answer or response thinking about Hattie's wedding is that I don't want to even think about it because I don't need to care about it. You know what I mean? Like it's her day. If I start thinking about it today, then like, it's not about her anymore. So I said, I'm trying really hard. I, I, I just want whatever she wants to do and what I will encourage her to do is to have a very small ceremony like just her family, her siblings, like whatever the in-law situation looks like. And then a bar crawl that we pay for. <laughs> like, <laughs> that would be, if I could do it all over again, it's exactly what I would do. Yeah. So.
1: Hey, maybe if you do a vow renewal, you can do it. Well, just you like know, that. on our
0: Bravo shows, Erin, those vow renewals don't go over so well. So.
1: Do one at 19. Was it, was Ramona's 19 years? I know, when she a did a random date. Yes. <laughs> yes, it was. And I remember, I don't know. Was it, I can't think of her name right now. The one that was, she always so mentions that she was married to him and they've been divorced forever. Sonia. Mm. She was like, what does he even mean to be married for 19 years? <laughs>
0: Yeah, 19 years is a very odd one to select. It's like yeah. they knew they weren't going to last very long, so she had to rush it before she did 20. Yeah. But yeah, I I think Alex and I will stick to birthday parties. You know, we are fortunate that our birthdays are pretty close. So, yes. I think like if we want a party, we'll just do our birthdays. <laughs> we won't make people sit through a vow renewal. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, you know, the slow dance. I don't (laughs) think anyone wants to sit through that again. They already did it once, you know? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, but it was really great wedding. And I tried to take our Instagram followers on a little journey there. So, well, I think they all thoroughly enjoyed it. So the more that I drank, you know, the less quality (laughs) of the things became so
1: <laughs> well the place gave you a shout out so that was good oh it did yeah they tagged oh. you or they oh, tagged our podcast i mean the well i
0: did them on purpose you see i put it all on there and then i just tagged my personal account so that hopefully someone would tag who did the bar or the the venue the venue eben oh no that was the bar oh okay. that was the bar i went to ahead of time yeah i was hoping because i looked so cute So Mm -hmm. I was hoping, I was hoping that place was really cool. When you come visit, if we like get to like, well, not visit, like when you're living here this summer, we should do a girls night there. It was like a speakeasy. It gave me Robinson vibes, but like, (laughs) but not to meet people, not that kind of vibes, but just like the inside was like very cool, Mm -hmm. like eclectic, but speakeasy eclectic. It had a theme for sure. But yeah, I'd heard really good things about it. The Ebenezer. I don't think it has an eye. So I don't think it's Ebenezer. Okay. I think it's Ebenezer. Okay. I don't really freaking know, but it's in downtown Plymouth. And, but instead of like all of the rest of downtown Plymouth where there's like a storefront, you get to it from the alley and it's pretty cool. I think mm-hmm. you would really like it. So I'll have to take you there. Okay. I, I yeah. can't wait. Yeah. I, I was thinking about you while I was there. And then, so we had that. You know, we had, we did have good sex that night. I will admit, <laughs> in case anyone was wondering. We did have good sex that night.
1: You bet I don't have like uh, sound effects where I could do like a round of applause or like (laughs) the golf clap. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Cause I think I said last time that was the plan, but yeah, so it was good. That part was really nice. And then we went to sleep and then we lived our life yesterday. And then this morning, because we're recording on a Monday, um, is the day it was April 24th. Not too hot, not too cold, just enough for a light jacket and a day to get your IUD out, so. And how was that? How did that go? Well, I was freaking out a little bit. And why were you freaking out? Yeah, well, I was freaking out because I know that Alex isn't 100% sold on this third kid idea. And I was (laughs) like, but now it's going to be like a freaking reality, you know? So I was like freaking out. Also, I think my two are so awesome so amazing and I was like do I really want to mess that up and I was like having a third kid doesn't make them less cool and less amazing it just means that there's another cool and amazing one so anyway so I was kind of freaking out because it was like April 24th felt really far away when I made the appointment and then April 24th was like this morning and so I was freaking out all weekend long but I went and then also I heard it was really painful or like it could be it was definitely not. So I will debunk that for all those people who are saying it's really painful. And so then when it was out, I felt fertile AF. I felt like my body, like like it felt bountiful. (laughs) I felt connected to the earth. So I don't think I've said this on a pod, but when I was pregnant with Grady days before I had him, because he was a scheduled C-section, I got a prenatal or I don't think it's called prenatal, but a pregnant lady massage. I got a pregnant lady massage. Like he was born on a Tuesday. I got that massage the Saturday just before he arrived. So I was like very, very pregnant and That massage, it's like, because you're pregnant, they can't like push. It's not like deep tissue. It's, is it called therapeutic massage? I don't know. It's a lot of rubbing. It's a lot of rubbing and you can't lay on your stomach, stomach, you know? So you lay like on your back and then you lay, you split what would be like your stomach time. A massage but you lay on your side and then okay. like you flip sides but they just like rub your belly and I had never in my life felt more connected to nature <laughs> <laughs> I just and like my ancestors I felt like cause it was like the music and the rubbing and the oils. I felt like I should have like rue in hunger games, like where they mm-hmm. have the flowers when she's dead, like around her. Like that's what I kind of pictured, but it wasn't, it was just a massage table, but I really felt so connected to mother nature. And then I had Grady and then pretty shortly after I had an IED put in. And so it was like, she pulled that thing out of me and I felt like <laughs> one with one with uh, Yahweh or Awa, Awa, The Yahweh is r- the real Jesus. Are you talking about from
1: Pocahontas?
0: No, I'm oh. talking, yes, but yes, I'm talking about Avatar. What's the oh. freaking life? I like- I know what you're,
1: I, I haven't seen Avatar like in Yahweh, years. but
0: Yahweh is the real term for Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not Yahweh, but Awa or something. Anyway, I felt connected to that big freaking pink tree and I- <laughs> it is so silly but i was like wow like i feel my <laughs> my cervix and my uterus are like one with the one with earth anyway so so then i called alex and i was really nervous i said do you hate me and he said no <laughs> and then i said i said if we got pregnant today like which is not going to happen but i was like if we did like how would you feel and he was like i said would you hate me and you'd want to just like throw me away <laughs> He was like, no. He's like, I'd probably feel scared and happy. And I was like, okay, those are emotions. Those are reasonable, mm-hmm. like, yeah, like decent emotions. Mm-hmm. So we can work with those.
1: Yeah. Now, one question about that. Yeah. Regarding Alex. Yeah. If all of a sudden, like, let's say you guys are sitting on the couch and yeah. he's like, I don't know if I want a third now. Oh, he says would, that all the time. Would mm-hmm. you. And he's just like, you know what, I don't know, like, let's not, would you go get it done, back, put back in, or would you, like, and say, yeah. okay, like, let's take a pause again, or?
0: So, this is the thing. I really debated even rescheduling the appointment. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but, you know, because I really do feel so great with the two, and I know he's not so sure about three, but... I feel pretty confident in the decision that our family will be awesome with three. Like it'll be so three actually does complicate things so much more than a second one does. But, but like, I totally think that we can do them. Like, I I think the complications versus the reward is like, you know, there's, there's a big difference between the two. So he is not like, let's have a third child. (laughs) like I'll make this very clear. (laughs) We constantly talk about it, but he said he, I did wear him down and he has given up trying to change my mind. And so instead I think he's just like rolling with it. And that's where I'm at too, because we tried for the kids that we have. We're not trying for a third. We're just not preventing one.
1: So you're just, you're not like tracking your cycle correct? All that. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Like I
0: track, I did not track before Hattie. And then when, like I had a miscarriage. And so then when I, after that, I tracked for Hattie and then I actually tracked for Grady. So I think we talked about that on a previous episode, mm-hmm. maybe, I don't know, but I knew not to have sex. <laughs> and I did anyway so anyway so Grady wasn't like a surprise he was a yeah. very well-intentioned and timed child but anyway so yeah so this time around we're not tracking you yeah. know we're just like living life so okay and how long will you give give you are you gonna give yeah. yourself a certain time right that is a good question a year ago when we were deciding this timetable of like right around now I'd get the IUD out I said we would go the whole summer meaning like through labor day. Now, I don't need it to be labor day. Like I today Kelsey says it could be longer probably than labor day that that I would start tracking. So, I don't know, I'm going to leave that one up to like my mind. It is a lot of work to track your cycle and it is a very emotional game to hope for a baby and want one so bad and then not get one. And then you have to wait a whole month if your cycle's regular length. Mm -hmm. So I just like that seems like so much work, you know, and like such so much drain, like the drain of it all where I'm still not like totally, I can't figure out what timing makes the most sense to have this kid. Yeah. For work, which I love my job. So it's not like work's putting this pressure on me. I'm just like, okay, if I had a baby, then I'd miss this, this, and this. And I'm like, no, I don't want to miss that, that, and that. And then I'd be like, okay. So then I'd have the kid this time and be like, no, I don't want to miss that either. So, so that's why it's kind of like if I can take the control out of it where I just like leave it up and it figures itself out, then that's great. But,
1: okay. Yeah. And yeah. For my own selfish reasons. Yeah. Please still be able to drink. <laughs>
0: for, oh, yeah. For Disney? Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, unless <laughs> I
0: find out I'm pregnant before we get to Disney in like less than 30 days. But, oh, absolutely. And also,
1: again, for my own selfish reasons,
0: why didn't we wait till after Disney? Oh, because they couldn't <laughs> schedule me out far enough when I called in February. They only needed a schedule through this. Okay.
1: Week, and okay. they
0: weren't able to tell me when they'd know the next. Three months schedule. Like they couldn't say call back at March, whatever. (laughs) So I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just making the appointment. But no, but I did say to Alex, like, we can't have, like, we're not having a baby tonight. And he's like, Kelsey, we had sex two days ago. It could still be living inside of you right now and implanting (laughs) inside of you right now. And I was like, dang, like, that actually is how science works. That shit lives in you for up to five days, Aaron. I know. Trust me. I know. I know. And the doctor told me that I had or that I have strong hormones because I had a period with an IUD like pretty consistently. So it's like, great.
1: (laughs) I'm probably the opposite. I'd probably, I have like, I feel like my hormones are not great.
0: Well, mine have betrayed me since having children (laughs) in that, like they really messed up my skin and my hair and some stuff, but I guess Mm -hmm. fertility wise, But you know, if I had, if I was pregnant today, I did the, I pulled up a conception calculator last week again when I was kind of having a minor freak out about this. That baby would come in January, and actually, I love that (laughs) timeline. (laughs) Oh, and considered it because, like, I hadn't considered being (laughs) like making a kid today, but I was like, actually, having a baby in January (laughs) would probably be the best timetable. So, kind of sucks that like that's not happening, but. Yeah. 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 So, you know, there's that, but no, I plan to drink when I was tracking pre Hattie. I did reduce my alcohol consumption quite a bit. I'm actually in the moment, like my alcohol consumption is very low. I mean, minus Justin's wedding is Mm -hmm. very low, but that's not intentional. That's just (laughs) That's just facts, you know. Mm -hmm. But my my family is coming up to visit, or or a portion of my family is coming up to visit. My some of my nieces are coming in the summer, in at the end of July, and they were here two years ago, and I got to announce that I was pregnant. Like, they were all here to meet Hattie, who was, like, four months old. (laughs) And I got to announce that I was pregnant and couldn't partake in any of the drinking debauchery Mm -hmm. that we were planning on doing that whole time. So, they're coming again in July, and I'm like, I could go either way. Like, it'd be cool to be pregnant by then, because then, like, I will achieve my goal, and I love to achieve my goals. But... But it means that I won't be able to partake in the drinking debauchery with my Mm -hmm. nieces again. So, you know, it'll be good either way. That's what I'm saying.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well.
0: Yeah. So hopefully, though, this summer for you, I'm not pregnant. Yeah. Yeah, Because then you'll be. (laughs) I'll be so much fun. (laughs) Especially because my kids are in swim lessons. So they like to be in the water. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, so it'll just be like a summer. In
1: in the water, yes, in the water, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. So uh, let's go get that put back in, and uh, wait till fall.
0: I I almost, (laughs) I almost, almost, almost asked if I could go on birth control, like like the pill, Mm -hmm. just so that I had the device removed, but still was preventing until I was ready. And I was like, Kelsey, that's so stupid. Like you are ready, like you're nervous because of the implications. Like, like you'll have to figure it out. You know, like I know what we'll have to figure out. care, driving. I mean, our cars fit all the kids, but my parents' cars in his mom's car doesn't fit all the kids. And right now we have a really good thing going with like who picks up the kids and when and whatever. So I'm like, So that's something we have to figure out childcare and the car situation. And, you know, I'll lose my office because my office is inside, like we'll lose the guest room, which means we lose the office, which means we should finish the basement. You know, it's like a domino. effect. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So like, I know what we have to figure out, but until I'm pregnant, I really don't have to figure it out. So I was like trying to delay that, but that's like not a good reason to delay In my eyes, that's not a good reason to delay it. So Mm -hmm. there will never be a good time, you know, and I'm fortunate that I'm able to have these kiddos. So, Mm
1: -hmm. yeah.
0: Plus, I set a goal for myself that I would be done having kids at 32 because then I'm 50 when the last one's 18. Oh, my gosh. I'm (laughs) approaching 31. So I think I'll hit that goal. Potentially. Potentially.
1: Okay. Maybe. Well. I hope you do, but I also (laughs) hope you wait till fall.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the thing is, and for any of those listeners who are trying to have a baby, like it is so hard or for those who already have one, like be so happy and thankful. Cause I mean, it is a, I mean, it is so cool. We are the superior being (laughs) like that we can, that our bodies were designed to do this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and for those of us who like are able to, you know, like who have like I don't you wouldn't say strong fertility, but who are fertile, like it is it is amazing. We are like it's like science. It's so cool. But you know, it is so hard. Like mathematically, it's statistically so hard to make one. So, it is very unlikely that I will have a child inside of
1: my body come before fall it i would be very very surprised well i won't be shocked i won't if it does happen before then yeah i mean we are trying really hard to keep up our weekly sex schedule that's why i'm telling you because if you hit that one day <laughs> that you're ovulating ovulating i know I know. But,
0: you know, my cycles are a little longer from not just tracking ovulation, but tracking just like, you know, in life, like knowing when your period's going to come, which blows. Because while I did have a period with my IUD, it was so light. It was so manageable. You know, it's not going to be that way, I'm sure, you know, after after this. But after this thing has come out of me. But what was I going to say, though? Oh, but my cycles are longer. So my cycles are about like thirty three to 35 days. So there, you know, yeah, you got to wait even longer in between. And then I like ovulate on like day 22. So mm. see all that useless information that I'm not going to
1: keep in the back of my mind. You want to know when you won't have to keep it back in your mind after the third child during menopause? <gasps> <gasps> oh, I know.
0: <laughs> and that's just like, that's just knocking on my door, Erin, because my mom <laughs> My mom was done with her. She, I don't know what it's called. Is it, is the right grammar when you go through menopause, menopause, you, when you go through it, when you complete it, I think you go through it, but then do you complete, I don't know. I
1: think you complete menopause because I don't think you have hot flashes and all that like for years. Yeah. Like,
0: like that, but that's grammatically correct. That's how you say it. You, You complete it.
1: Hmm. Well, I don't know check. if you, I don't think, I don't, I've never heard someone say, like, I'd I have to ask my mom menopause. and be like, did you complete medic pause? <laughs> or maybe you say, like,
0: I went through menopause Metapause And I'm complete. <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you say. But no, my mom was done at 40 or 42. So that's mm. young.
1: That is young.
0: Yeah, that's young. And I, I don't know if this is connected, but I will get my tubes removed. So when I went after the kit comes out, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Cause then they're already in there. Yeah. So just might as well take them. Yeah. But I did tell, I did tell Alex, we've said this before, but like we locked it in today. So I'm getting my tubes removed, not tied. They don't regenerate. Like if they no. are tied, they can come like somehow untied. They can, yes, that's a thing. <laughs> it's unlikely, but it's a thing. But they now remove tubes because they think that it helps decrease the likelihood of ovarian cancer spreading. Anyway, so they remove them now. But I told Alex, so there will be no surprise pregnancies from me because they will be taken (laughs) from my body. But I told Alex that just because I was doing that, like that he had to get a vasectomy still because he pre me having C-sections, you know, said like he would be the one like so that I wouldn't have to be on birth control for the rest of my life that he, you know, would get a vasectomy. And but then when I had C-sections, it was like, oh, well, now you don't have to. But I said, no, you're having a C-sec or a vasectomy. I said, twofold. One, so that you can't cheat on me and impregnate someone on accident. <laughs> I said, because I'd already be so pissed at you for cheating on me. And probably couldn't stay married to. Don't know. Don't plan to experience it and have to make that choice. But I said, but if you impregnated someone, never. Like, that's nail in the coffin. You know what I mean? Definitely couldn't do that. And then I was like, and then two, two, I don't want to be dead. And then you spawn more children. And I said, so selfishly, you got to get sniffed. And he said it was very nice. He said this was like eight thirty in the morning. This morning, <laughs> I'm like laying this all on him. He's like, "Well, one, I'm not going to cheat on you," which I never would think he would. But he was like, "I'm not going to." He's like, "It just seems like a lot of work," and- <laughs> okay. especially at eight thirty in the morning. Yeah, exactly. And then he was like, "And then two, if you died," he was like, "I definitely don't want to have." I don't even want to maybe have a third kid. I definitely don't want to have a fourth kid. I was like, honestly, I feel really happy that like you said those words and not Mm -hmm. me having to say them. So, so I was like, yeah, like I said, you don't have to do it like immediately, you know, but I said like at some point in life, I think like that will make me feel. I said, our reproductive journeys will come like full circle and come to an end together, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. So he said, yeah, but then the doctor's gonna have to see my baby.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so mad that I said that. Um, we'll just wait till he's old enough when he has to get his prostate examined.
0: <laughs> well, he he has to get his
1: balls and
0: penis like checked before. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's a part of things and like <laughs> you know, things happen. They got to like check up in there or whatever. But he was like, but then they're just gonna see my balls on the table. (laughs) I was like, it's your doctor. But he doesn't think that this doctor has seen his balls. Mm. (laughs) And I was like, that seems odd to me. I was like, but also I've been making babies and having babies and people have just been like all up inside of me. So the idea that you're just like seeing you know, I don't know. Part of your body doesn't seem that big of a deal to me, but he was like, it's a, they're going to have to make an incision. And I said, Alex, C-section is an incision. This is basically like a paper cut. Yeah.
1: (laughs) You could go back to work in like an hour. (laughs) know.
0: It was like, yeah, they just do it in my office. I was like, they just do it in the doctor's office. He's like, yes. And I said, oh my gosh. (laughs) I don't even feel bad <laughs> making this request. <laughs> yeah. But on this topic, Erin, which is yeah. not the topic we were planning to talk about, but I think like, <laughs> here we are. Do you plan? To, do you think you're going to freeze your eggs? Have you considered it? Let's let me ask you this. Have you considered not, it? No, really. Just because I've been so. Blase. You know. Yeah. Or, yeah. Blase. Like <laughs> not
1: really wanting to have children, yeah. but I don't know. It's it expensive ton- too. It's expensive. It's not like insurance covers it. There was I did see something like on Instagram that was like a podcast that you could donate, like you could get your eggs yeah.
0: frozen yeah.
1: or for free if you decided to donate a couple. Mm-hmm. So I kind of thought about that, but then I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to be someone's mom that they go searching for because they donate. <laughs> because you donated an egg. Yeah. So I don't know. Interesting. I, I, it's not really, again, it's like, I don't really think about marriage. I don't think about, I don't th- really think about having kids. Like, no, yeah. And then, like, I, I don't know if you saw this recently, but the hate that hillary swank got for having kids at 48 have you seen like what people have said about her so she had two twin she had twins and she basically said the reason why she had them at 48 was because she wasn't with the right person she got married to a second guy and she just wanted to feel like she was in the right spot so i'm sure she froze her eggs and you know had the two twin and like had twins and the like backlash that she got from people saying like oh how dare you do that to your children you're gonna be like you're gonna be dead by the time they're in their mid-20s well I did the math she'll be like six she'll be 68 when they're 20 and then she'll be like in her 70s when they're like she could she could live to 85 and you know and so they're saying, you're. you're I mean, doing she could it. live a lot
0: longer, but
1: she could live a lot longer, but they're saying <laughs> yeah. like, how, right. why would you ever have kids at that age? How dare you? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they were just saying like, oh, I bet you did. Those aren't even your kids. I bet you stole those kids from somebody. Oh my um, gosh. And it's just like, geez, like you can't win. Like you make like women get bashed for not wanting to have yeah. kids. They get I bashed know. having kids. I know. It's just like,
0: <laughs> I know. No. Well, well, two things that really is so frustrating that she's getting all that backlash because do you know, did she, she must've had a surrogate, I'm guessing. No, or did, she, there's or she was pictures pregnant? of
1: her. Yeah. And she like posted on like during the holiday saying like, my two bundles of joy yeah oh I just assumed she had a surrogate because
0: I hadn't even seen any pictures of her being pregnant but my boy Andy Cohen you know I love him so Mm -hmm. much yeah Um, he's 54 and he just had a daughter a year ago and like I don't think people gave him any shit I think people I'm sure they have but I'm sure it's so different because he's a man versus like a woman, you know, and same with Anderson Cooper. He's 55. They, he has two kids, like one he just had recently. And then I just
1: look Jeff Lewis, like three of my favorite men. Yeah. Well, even I don't listen to any of his music, but Billy Joel. Mm. Billy joel had like a he's like in his 70s and he just had another kid with some other person and yeah. then there's freaking nick cannon reproducing with every woman say- on the planet yeah but he is he is in a ripe age to be
0: <laughs> societally set. but still okay. so yeah, yeah no that's just not fair but and then everyone's giving shit to vanessa lachey love is blind host mm-hmm. have you been
1: seeing that I knew it was kind of, kind of like popping off, like when I when my mom came into town. So I only saw a couple of stuff, but I really haven't been on my phone to like yeah, investigate. Yeah. Like. yeah, people are mad at Vanessa Lachey. I mean, let's just call it
0: what it is. She's a horrible, horrible <laughs> host. And I actually saw a really great TikTok that's basically saying like, you were good back when like TRL, you know, was in like Total Request Live and MTV days, but like you either have to get with the times or you just have to like have that be when you were good and just realize like you're not good at it mm-hmm. but I mean so she's did you finish the season of love is blind yeah yep okay I won't say any spoilers <laughs> but there were at least one successful mm-hmm. coupling and so like at the reunion which got a lot of shit for a lot of reasons but one of her main critiques that people are giving her is that she's just like so focused on asking these couples when they're gonna have kids you know and it just is absolutely ridiculous it's like it's so crazy i'm just like oh my god bring in andy cohen he would do such a better job (laughs) but (laughs) But then here I am asking if you're ever going to freeze your eggs, but I feel like it's different because I already know your response to children and marriage, but it is different because Vanderpump rules, which who knew when I brought up that episode, the scandal that was going to.
1: I will say I knew nothing. i still know nothing, but my phone, because you talked about it so passionately, probably thought that like I needed to know. Well, so now my ex- woman, so it's very odd that you don't know to be so honest. now my
0: explore page is all it's everyone's about- everyone, everyone <laughs> who has any adjacency to the Bravo universe or yeah. to just like being in their thirties and forties like who's ever like drank alcohol like if there's like <laughs> so- everyone about Sandoval and or Scandivall and you know anyway but Ariana in this most recent episode of Vanderpump Rules, she has been adamant for years and years and years that so she does not want children. But she did decide to freeze her eggs. And she basically was like, I dislike the idea of having children and carrying my own children and being pregnant and all that. But I dislike biological clocks to like telling me when I can and can't do it. Mm-hmm. So like she went through with at least freezing them. And so I was like, I kind of like that mindset that like you hate, you hate not your body but like you know you hate Mm -hmm. a forced timetable more than you hate the idea of
1: (laughs) yeah well they they say like there was a girl I talked to last year I think so like I think I was just like in casual conversation with her and she had just gotten married she's a year old she was a year older than us and her because of the technology the way technology is now the you're considered like geriatric, yeah, with your uterus when you're 40 now instead mm-hmm. of 35.
0: Yeah, so we're getting better.
1: You mm-hmm. are getting better, but when you freeze your eggs, those the eggs are like as old as when you freeze them. Like you know, like mm-hmm. so if you froze them at 36, they're going to be 36 year old. day like you know what I mean? Like they're going to be the eggs right. of a 36 year old. right So I understand, like, oh yeah, maybe I should because I've I've known from a very very young age that I probably if I did decide to have a kid, I probably would have a hard time conceiving my periods have never been regular when they are they're extremely painful and so I just think the way you like track them Mm -hmm. I think I would have an impossible Mm -hmm. time tracking them Mm -hmm. and so I definitely think like maybe in the way like Ariana did it like yeah I don't Mm -hmm. care to birth a child I don't care for any of that I don't care to have that experience I love the idea for other people, like if that's what they want to do, but I don't want to like take that away from if I find somebody that, you know, that I think, oh yeah, I'd love to have their kid and like have a kid or whatever. So yeah.
0: Well, and the thing is, is (laughs) and Vanderbilt rules, hers are just eggs that are frozen because Tom never went to submit his sperm because he couldn't Conceive of the idea of not drinking for five days, even Jeez. though children <laughs> was his idea in something he pushed emphatically for years and years and years and years and years. So, actually, you know, he's just a narcissist who just mm-hmm. like was pushing a narrative to make her look bad this entire time, but actually, like, she's done everything she needed to do. And embryos actually hold up longer than. Yeah, that's what eggs. I heard. But could you imagine? if he had, if they had made embryos and he wasted all those eggs, she didn't have any fertility issues. She just was beating the clock by Mm -hmm. retrieving her eggs. So she had 26 eggs. So she had a lot to work with. Could you imagine if he had done that? And now all those eggs would have been freaking wasted. So I think you should get those eggs pulled out. That's Ever even something you think about and then you don't touch those puppies even if they have better chances of becoming like of surviving if they're embryos until you know that that egg is going right inside your body or that embryo is going right back in you know what i mean yeah
1: i think the only way probably that like i because i don't know i'm guessing it's like within the thousands of dollars i've never really looked into it yeah it probably is about that but i i think the only feasible option for me would be like i would have to donate my mm-hmm. some of my eggs mhm so i wouldn't have to pay for it mhm i had a friend who was
0: going through that process and the very last step something she didn't qualify like 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 something random like she was anemic or like her body mass index was too low or something like that you know what i mean like mm-hmm. something not that serious but it was serious enough that or you know, it wasn't that serious, but yeah. it was, you know, in the eyes of mm-hmm. the, the egg people. So yeah. Well, I, I really now I'm on a train where I think you should maybe freeze your eggs. Cause I just really want to like be along and on that ride, but then you got to pay to freeze them. There's a whole additional cost there.
1: Yeah. And I don't think most women, I think most women my age Unless you have the financial capability or someone to help you, I don't think most women are. I mean, yes, you see it online and influencers doing it, but I don't think it's as common as people think. I think, I think it's. it's w- I think it's a luxury to it be is able to definitely create. a luxury.
0: Definitely, I have read some things that are basically saying like it should be a part of like as a. Well, one, it should just be covered like as birth control should be covered because we just happen to be like the vessel that creates this, Mm -hmm. you know, so like it shouldn't be on us to have like our up until we're 40, you know, like a timetable, like late teens to 40s, (laughs) you know, like there's a lot to to do, you know, and if you want to be 48 when you like Hillary Swank, then, you know, go for it, but that it should just be covered. Like birth control, like abortion, blah blah blah. Anyway, so we won't get in that. <laughs> we all can probably assume how I feel about things, so we don't <laughs> need to go down that rabbit hole. But at least your, your work, like if you are not to say that you have you should be working in order to get this benefit, but like especially your workplace, I feel like should cover that because it actually only serves them
1: probably better for you to delay <laughs> child rearing, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I think. Again, you don't listen to Armchair anymore, but Priyanka yeah. was on mm-hmm. recently mm-hmm. and yeah. she talked about how when she froze one of her the eggs,
0: most gorgeous people. Oh, yeah.
1: That, that just... kid's going to be stunning. Like, oh,
0: and just talented as <laughs> it all can be. I know. <clears throat> what a great gene pool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that whole family, really. Yes, like seriously. all those kids that will yield from those brothers and their wives. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. So, anyways, she had talked about on that, on her episode, like mm-hmm. about her, like why she froze her eggs. And she, she was basically like, I wanted to freeze them. And like, when I was ready, I would, and found yeah. the right person and all that. So I think it's, yes, I think it's smart, but you know, again, it's a luxury. And like, some of us oh, don't have definitely. that luxury to go and well, do Well, you do because you're rich, but you know, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. But I'm just saying like, it's. No,
0: I, I also. <laughs> You'll edit that out, I know, but, but it is definitely like a like a privileged, bougie, like upper class uh ability. Yeah.
1: To be able to do all those things. Yeah. I just again, it's just it's kind of weird. Like I just have never I've never because my sister had kids so mm-hmm. young it's never I've never felt pressure by anybody to be like oh my gosh like when are you gonna have kids when are you gonna have mm-hmm. kids and even like when my grandma was still alive she probably would be the only one but she was like when are you gonna get a boyfriend there and that was more, <laughs> that was more of the pressure but yeah it's just kind of like basically because my sister had four kids
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's kind of like well if you want them be, it would be great but if you don't want them like yeah. You yeah. know what?
0: I'm just now realizing each of my sisters have three children. Mm. There's something there with probably why I'm like adamant to have three. That's yeah. interesting. Anyway, I realized that. <laughs> I mean, I realized I had six nieces and nephews. I'm not
1: dumb, but I hadn't made the correlation. Yeah. But I would be, if I did have a kid, it, I'd only have one. I know you never watched Southern Charm on Bravo. No. Cameron she left the show after the redhead girl accused Uh her husband of cheating so she was like I'm done with you like blah 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 Mm -hmm. she never wanted to have kids but she met the her her now husband who's like a doctor and she was like I don't want to I think he would be a great dad and I don't want to prevent him from not having the opportunity to be a father So I think that's like the situation I'd put myself in, but I would Mm -hmm. only have one. And she was dead set on having one and she's only had one. Mm -hmm. And that's all I'd have because that's all the capacity. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So I used to be a real
0: advocate for multiples. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, until very, very, (laughs) very recently. And multiples, not meaning like twins, but like having more than one. But I have been... Uh, Oh, my gosh. Jackie just texted me. She listens to this podcast. I cannot ask what she said in a text message just now that popped up on my computer. She is just saying the most culturally appropriate. (laughs) She is requesting something that is literally cancelable. You know, like if we were famous. Like for the like. For the the trip? No, no, (laughs) no. Unrelated completely. I just had to call her out publicly. She is like, I'm going to ring her so hard on those texts. But anyway, what was I saying? Shoot, shoot, shoot. Oh, multiples. But until then, one, it is insensitive. So I just have to like stop that. Like that is an insensitive mentality that people should have more than one. But also I've really been surrounded by like in this season of my life, people who either only have one child for Either by choice or by just like circumstance, mm-hmm. or people our age who only want to have one. And again, like I think that my mentality of, oh no, like multiples are better. Like I realize like that is insensitive, but also just like being exposed to more single children or parents who only want to have one, like, oh my gosh, they tend to live like the most. Like they have such special relationships with their parents. Yeah. So I and fully support you. If you do decide to ever have a kid. Thanks. I support the one. And Thank done. you.
1: <laughs> the, uh, the other thing too, is when you say I'll oh, well, go, you only want one. It's like, well, no, they need to have a sibling. Like mm-hmm. they're going to like, no, I have felt like an only child basically my whole life because my relationship with my sister has been crap since she was in the fifth grade and I was in the second grade. So like just because you have a sibling doesn't mean you're going to have a great relationship with Mm -hmm. that sibling your whole life it's truly a gamble Mm -hmm. and it's my my sister and i were raised pretty much the same like there was no there was no like you know differences and anything Mm -hmm. like that and my sister turned out the way she did and i turned out the way i did and we just don't talk you know and so Mm -hmm. it's it's not I hate when people comment and say that like oh they need a sibling. No they don't. Like mm-hmm. I wish I was close with my sister but we're just not and we're never going to be no matter what anybody says to do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I don't want to put that on myself if I don't want to have two oh yeah I mean you don't even want
0: one at this point so (laughs) I
1: especially don't think that but I really have come around and
0: like come to appreciate like the relationship that only children have and I mean I have two older sisters and then I have my younger brother but there is an 11 year age gap between me and my like the next sister Mm -hmm. and an eight year gap between me and my brother so it's kind of funny I think because I sometimes feel like I'm an only child only for the age gap between them, you know, and the circumstances of, like, my sisters were older and they lived with their mom for a good portion of my childhood. So, like, I did essentially grow up like an only child. And even when my brother came around, like, I didn't have to, like, do things with Mm -hmm. him I was eight years older. So you know, maybe it's just because I project some of like the feelings that I had, not being an only child, but feeling like an only child sometimes. You know, mm-hmm. so I think I've worked past those pretty recently. But yeah, um, and I just think it seems I, really special.
1: Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, even though I'm not an only child, like I have an older sister, but like it feels like when you have, and I'm sure you'll maybe you do this now with Grady and Hattie. But I feel like my parents have different relationships with each mm-hmm. child, like mm-hmm. growing up, like I felt like I had one a, a relationship with my dad that was completely different from the relationship I had with my mom, mm-hmm. you know, like we did different things and my mom and I did different things. And so, mm-hmm. like, I think when you are just an only child, like, it's just 100%, mm-hmm. you know, focus. Yeah. So, yeah. I also think
0: like, I'm totally, it, it's kind of weird. Cause I think I was like way more like, oh no, you don't have to have kids. But <laughs> if you do have kids, you got to have more than one. Like that's a <laughs> weird place that I used to sit. But anyway, well, I'm very curious to see where your life takes you, Miss Erin, to see where you end up. Kids, no kids or eight cats. One of the, t- one of those <laughs> options will be true. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, when I think when I was like twenty six, twenty seven, and Denise, we were all out to dinner. With my friend Denise and Allie, and Denise goes, "You look like a lady who would love to be pregnant. Like you look like oh, God. somebody who's very
0: wrong. I know. <laughs> you do not look like that lady who would want to do that. No, no, no. But you know what comes after this third kid, Aaron, besides the tube removal."
1: Elderly swinging?
0: (laughs) No, what? No, plastic surgery. Oh, plastic surgery will begin. And I'm so excited about that. (laughs) So I can't wait. Yeah, I might get that done too. Oh, this summer? You should talk to a student of mine. I've told her that you wanted a, a breast reduction. Mm hmm she got one in the overwinter break she's had some serious complications so she said tell your friend not to do it (laughs) i'll tell you offline some of the things that you can tell me
1: but i've known way too many people who've gotten it and have not regretted it and have had yeah so i guess it all depends on the situation but
0: yeah seems we're like getting not it done
1: because not. i am in so much pain lately with them so maybe we can
0: go together but you're yeah. gonna want to go sooner than i'm ready to go but i can't wait i think about it all the well, you time you can get a consult like it's not like no your insurance no, 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 covers but I a can't. consult no i can't because i can't then you'll want to do it Correct. So I just mean, it just there's a domino effect for this too, just like having a third kid, domino effect for the bedroom swaps and all that, mm-hmm. domino effect for my plastic surgery.
1: Got it. Well, wait. did you know? Did you know that our friend of show, who eventually will be on this podcast, his person, now not person, got it mm-hmm. done? Did you Interesting.
0: know? Interesting. Nope. Didn't mm-hmm. know that. I'm a big fan, you know, so can't wait. Can't wait! So every morning when I don't wear a bra, I think to myself, "Gosh!" In a few years, when I also am not wearing a bra, my boobs are <laughs> sticking straight out. <laughs> Whoa! What a world it will be, you know. And so my my Instagram. Thank God my TikTok doesn't think this, but my Instagram thinks that I want to get a Florida Lee tummy tuck, which I absolutely do not want. <laughs> but that's for people who have like massive skin. Like stretched skin, and so it's like you get cut at the bottom that a vertical, and then like basically like your underboob, like, oh jeez, like because you have skin there too. Mm-hmm. And um, I am on that TikTok or that Instagram algorithm on accident, I must have clicked on like one video, <laughs> and now it's like I'm getting a floor delete <laughs> like every four videos, and it's mm-hmm. like, like I'm not, so like I'm really happy you are but I'm not so I don't know how to get off that that Instagram algorithm but but that I do I'm you know good for that but that's not the kind of (laughs) I want vanity pure vanity plastic surgery not because I have excess skin yeah but because I want excess booty cheeks
1: <laughs> yeah, my Instagram is about saving animals. So. Oh, that is really sad. A lot of Sarah McLaughlin is. In the yeah, Yes, a lot of Sarah McLaughlin and a lot of like go vegan. Oh god! And how they like oh. rescue chickens and pigs and like one I just saw was like a pig jumped out of like a a butcher truck
0: oh. like going to get butchered. Oh, yeah, that makes me sad. Don't make me become a vegetarian again. Mm. it was videos like that that made me yeah i can understand times. that but then i just ate a lot of cheese so it's like <laughs> very healthy but
1: all right erin is this our episode i guess this is our episode we'll have to save what we were going to talk about for we a love it time we'll put it in the, I was yeah. gonna say the spank bank but... <laughs>
0: I'm to put those articles in the vault for another time. All right. Thanks everyone for listening. If you liked what you heard in today's episode, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at casual and committed podcast. Bye. Bye.